Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Welcome to the NRLW episode three for the So You Think You Can Ball podcast. Uh, Tonight... Uh, the main man, Dan, is uh, feeling a little bit under the weather. Uh, so, unfortunately, you're going to be stuck here with my voice throughout this episode, which hopefully you don't mind. I've also got my guests um, of the panel. Um, I've got Alex and Pierre. All right, guys, let's get started with our first segment. This is All Ball, where we deep dive in with a player and uh, talk everything about them. Every franchise has had tons of great players and legendary personalities, but who stands out above the rest? If I can influence people positively, then yeah, my work here is done. And then tonight, I'm so stoked to have special guest Josie Majors joining us from um, St. Mary's. Say hello, Jose. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me, guys. Uh, Josie Majors here. Quite an illustrious career so far. Can you, can you tell us about how your journey through football all started? Uh, yeah, my, um, my background is always in track and field growing up. Then I, um, you know, had the, the kids and, and the university. So I, I, actually my life was a bit back, backwards. So usually, you know, old girls would, you know, do the sports first and then settle down. So then I did the, that bit first. Um, then um, I got introduced into rugby sevens um, and rugby union. Um, started really late um, in rugby. Um, first started in rugby 15s and rugby sevens and then... Um, Went through the Nisabos Waratahs, played for a bit, and then um, there was a trial for rugby league um, back in 2017. Um, that was for Canola Sharks. Um, I was coming back from the USA, I was playing a bit of rugby sevens back there um, through a Nisabos Waratahs program. So when I was coming back, um, got a message from Ruan Sims, and you know, Canola Sharks girls were saying, you know, you might want to come and have a have a run so I haven't played rugby, in a rugby league in a while so went had a run um had the trial um got in the game got in the team um and since then I've um I've never looked back and I've always um yes I've just been playing rugby league since 2017 but back then I've been I grew up in rugby 15s and rugby 7s playing for Fiji playing for New South Wales Waratahs did a bit of gig um, in the USA, played for um, USA Stars, played a bit in Vancouver and Vegas, few tournaments, and then came back um, and then got picked up in rugby league and haven't looked back since. So, so um, were you, when you were over in the US, were you playing with yeah. a lot of the girls that we would have saw on the Olympics? Uh, yes. A um, few of the girls that play, uh, the captain for the USA team, uh of the, the the front rollers in the in the USA team, yeah. So I did a few um, comps with them at the Vegas Sevens, the Vancouver Sevens, playing against them and playing with them, yeah. 
Yeah, wow. And, yeah, and a few of the girls in the current Fiji Women's Sevens team, um, we camped together back in the days when I was camping in Fiji and playing for Fiji Sevens. So I think three or four of those girls still remaining in the Sevens squad. And for me, it's, it's just so awesome to see them still maintain fitness and just maintain that, you know, that level to compete um, at their age and at, su- at such competitive status back in Fiji. So, yeah, it's so good to see that in women still pursuing that and still grinding at that, you know, at that level. Alex is actually a, a keen rugby player uh, playing for, well, who was it, Alex Warringah? Was it the Rats? Yeah, I played for the Rats. That's Black. where I, I recognise you. <laughs> there you go then yeah if you recognize from the rest and yeah it was definitely me yeah <laughs> but yeah that's yep. where i that's where yep. i played last year do you find rugby very different as you travel around the world or do you think it's pretty much the the same across the board rugby union is is such a good sport i find it it's very they're very um family oriented they're very close close knit um even like even till now i my local club is city university and I'm still good friends with some of them. I still go to their events. I still support the club. Um, and even when I travel overseas, it's such a it's a very close knit community. Everyone looks out for each other. You know, you 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 know, you play and compete and bash each other on the field. And after that, it's a you know, it's a, you know, beers and and chats and get along and a barbecue after the game. And you know, that's what sports are. So Josie, mm-hmm. rugby union to rugby league. Yeah. Um, give us, a, you know, going from the Cronulla Sharks, where did you go to next? Would, would you believe it? Uh, playing all in my rugby union days, rugby 15, rugby 7, so I'm a winger. Um, and then from in 2017 at Cronulla Sharks, I was, I've always played wing. Um, didn't even make it to centre. I only make it, uh, only just wing. Uh, and nothing's now, wrong with wing. We nothing all like wrong with wing. <laughs> played a bit of fullback in rugby, in rugby unions. I loved it. Um, and then I came, then after Kamala Sharks, they, they didn't pick up the license again. So then a few of the girls went to, you know, Karanala, Karingba, and I came across to Bears with, um, in 2018. So since 2018, uh, 2018, 2019, and 2020, I, um, I planted myself in Bears. I find the culture and the girls, and I just wanted to establish myself in a club, especially with rugby league, because I really wanted to grow and, you know, um, in the game because I'm so new into the game from 2017. And then, yeah, so um, 2018, still playing a bit, uh, still playing um, wing. And then we have um, our main coach now from 2019 to 2020 was Rob. I think it was coming to that season where the majority of our forwards were injured. So here I am coming from the wing. I got dragged from the wing and got straight put into fun rower. Um, getting smashed and getting, you know, really full on from being a winger to front rower. So the coach said, so how did you like that? How did you, um, sorry, I just wanted to yeah. quickly get in there. How did you find yeah. the transition from a winger to the forward pack? Because uh, that's hard work. My God, I died. I said, I said Rob asked because how did you find him? I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to get killed by the third, fourth game after this. So um, I... Um, and she asked me, do you like it? I said, I loved it because, you know, it's, it's um, you know, you in the action of it all. Um, I love the hard work and I love the grind. So I went in and put on um, uh, 10, 15 kilos, um, trained a bit different, ate a bit different. And, um, yeah, it was, it was it's a harder transition, but I quite enjoyed it. So I went from 65 kilos to 85 kilos. So I tried to maintain the, the 80 to 85 during the season. So, 
Yes, I'm, I'm now I'm a front rower. Um, people can't believe it. I don't even believe it myself. But I think when a coach believes in you and you know you work hard, um, you know that's where you can you know, they can find yourself to to be in places where you 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 didn't think you can. Um, this year, I also played uh, with Saints. I signed a contract with Saints this year, St Mary's. Enjoyed it, loved it. Played in the middle as well as a front rower. Um, and next year, I'm excited. Uh, what I want from next year is um, to be better. I'm never happy with where I am. I love to always improve. I'm always pushing to find my best. I'm always training. You you always see my posts going the stairs, doing you know strength sessions, and um, I just like to to get a bit more out of myself. So next year, I'd like to you know maintain playing in the middle. Um, hopefully, I would love to try back row. I, I, I think being a being a runner, being you know, it's so hard when you just you just run and go for speed and then when you get caught all the time it's so frustrating you know when you're a forward you run and then you get caught and you really can't run around them because you just get taken down and get beaten down but um yeah so I'll, that's for me for 2021 is uh, expanding myself a bit more um pushing for more and yeah Josie tell us a little bit about your connection with the Fiji team uh, yes, that was a, actually a highlight of my uh, rugby league career, I think. Um, I believe is in 2019, um, there was a call-up for girls for the uh, Pacific Test. It was run by the NRL where we had to verse against the PNG Orchids. We really didn't have any, we haven't had any um, Fiji women's national team as, as, a, as a formal in a, in a national team. So what they did is they ran um, a trial here and some girls came from Fiji. So in 2019, we uh, we camped for five days um, and um, it was an honour to captain the team for Fiji. Um, it was it was an honour, but it was also um, a big commitment because here I am, I'm, you know, I can speak the language fluent, which was great. Um, and then we have few girls that came from Fiji and girls that were based here in Australia and we camped and we played um, within five days of camp. Um, we got close and, and that was um, that was my involvement with Fiji, captaining the team for Fiji. We we were successful. Um, we beat the PNG Orchids, I think, 28-0 um, at Leichhardt Oval. Um, and that was that was history making. That was highly. Yeah, I remember that life. game. I remember watching that. <laughs> I remember seeing all you yeah. girls run on and just hugging each other. Um, yeah. You know, I think they did a zoom up on, on CJ's face and, I guess that just kind of um, symbolised like the amount of work and how much it took for you girls to kind of put Fiji on the map. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was really, yeah, that was actually really good to see. Yeah, and that raised a lot of love and passion for the game back home because, you know, everyone's, Fiji is always a rugby league, a rugby union country, sevens, and then all of a sudden, you know, the Fiji women's team came up and, and you know, Orcas has been playing on an international level for six years and then, you know, um, just to rise out from that and then to play like that was, yeah, was magnificent. And then after that was in July last, uh, 2019. And then you're, you also had a really close relationship with the men's Fiji team as well. And I've seen that the men's team have shown a lot of support even like after the tournament and after everything that's been happening since then. How has how that support from the men's team really helped and guided some of those younger players? 
That is um, that's a that's a big lift for our, for our team, especially being the women of Fiji having the support of the men's and the officials. Um, it's a big push, um, and for and for the country itself to see that coming from a country where women don't normally play sport, where women uh, don't really have a voice, where women and for them to see them having the backing of the men's and the men supporting us during our games, during our camp, um, even on social media platforms. Um, that's you know when young girls and women who wants to play see that it's encouraging and it's you know and actually will will grow the game and I, I believe that and it's a great thing that they keep pushing for that. And I guess uh, like how how would you best describe the way that you play? Um, PMO, Is it a bit of a different mindset? It's a different mindset. Um, as a winger, it's pretty much you're just you're you're a finisher. Whereas in, in rugby league, my, my job is to run hard. You've got no, you've, you've got no room to, you know, be sidestepping. You know, it's my, my game is, you know, run straight, run hard. And where, I, where I'm running, I need to be strategic because it's not just about me making the meters. It's me getting to a spot where it's got to be, where will the next play going to go? If I'm going to quick play the ball, where, you know, it's going to be slow play the ball. It, it's what benefits the next play, what benefits the next um, in a goal for the team or where we're trying to get to. And Josie, yeah. how did you find the uh, the defensive side? I love defense. Yeah, um, I think that's um, I think that's my um, that was my biggest strength is the defense. Um, I think coming from um, a rugby union and rugby league, uh, rugby sevens, I think you just get so used to all that. And I think it's just it's all about um, defending for a team, just the mentality to. You know, not let the you know the other team get over your try line. You know, protecting your goal line, protecting a team. Um, yeah, it's not just you know a personal thing. It's more of a of a team effort to you know to defend defend for for your team. Yeah. And is there has there been anyone that's been like a really big influence on your footy career? Yeah, my eldest son actually. He's the one who got me into footy. Um, and yeah, and, and this and it was uh, how old is your son now? He is twenty five. Oh, get out! Wow, yeah. <laughs> and he's a, new, he's a new dad. He's a new dad, Josie, and I'm a grandma. A grandma. <gasps> get out of here! Yes. Um, wow. Yeah. So Ray, he's um, he's been in, even even since you know, seven days and 15 days, like there's anything, like I've always asked for his, you know, his advice, you know, on game days, he's always sending that, that you know, that encouraging message or the encouraging text or the, the last prayer or, you know, with me and always checking up on me on after every games and, yeah. So he's the one who, you know, he said to me, you know, he was finishing off his league um, at high school and then he um, said to me, Mom, why don't you then try out, you know, rugby? I'm finishing off now because the other three, I've got four kids because my youngest three were playing tennis back then. And then, um, yeah, so I, I went and tried out rugby union and I loved it. And after, I think, five games into it, I got picked up for New South Wales, Waratahs, and I was panicking because I, had, I didn't have no idea what I was doing. Um, but, yeah, so he's, he's, my, he's been my mentor. He's been my, my go-to. Um, yeah, always ask for advice. He, loves, he still loves his league. He's now a professional hip-hop dancer. So he still watches his, you know, favorite Broncos team. Well, he's not very happy at the moment with this year's season, <laughs> but he still, you know, he still catches up with me on, you know, regular NRL updates. Always catches up with me with what I'm doing, where I'm going, and yeah. Oh, Ray! Well, 
Good one. Good yeah. one, Ray. It's a good You've one. done, done the, the, the rugby world a, a service, that's for sure. Because <laughs> I tell you, I've been, I've been watching some of your highlights on um, on on huddle and, and on uh, live streams and things like that. And my gosh, you hit like a freight train. Yeah, I carry that one. I hope I carry that one next year. Aside from like how far you've come in your career so far, what is it that you're going to be working on specifically for next season? Like, is there a part of your game that you really were like, okay, well, I wasn't happy with how I did X, Y, Z. This mm-hmm. is what I'm going to throw my focus into to get better for next year. Because I know that you said that you just want to be better. What yeah. specifically is it that you need to work on and how are you going to get there? Yeah, I, I wanted to get more on my um, my defense. I find that um, coming back, coming up from Bears and going to another team, um, I've lost a bit of that aspect. I think um, just the um, I wanted to improve more on that, and that, not just with defense. I think what comes with it is um, the technique side of things. I wanted to pick up some maybe some wrestling, um, you know, just just to fine tune and just give me some special skills with that. Um, I wanted to improve as well. I've been hitting the stairs, so I want to maintain the weight, but also maintain some strength, um, some strength and, and, and agility. You know, I don't want to just be running. To, I wanted to find some of my footwork, some of that strength, just going in, the, you know, finding my, finding my feet quickly, quick playing the ball. I think that's just the main elements I wanted to focus on in, in attack and defense, yeah. It's being able to run the ball and not being easily put down. And that's what I find this year was easily being put down. So I think I want to work on my core strength as well. And when defending, being able to, you know, um, strong enough to, to get girls down, being able to get back up as well and, um, and maintain that stamina and endurance um, for when I'm allowed to stay on the field. Yeah. And uh, let's let's have a chat about some of your teammates from St Mary's. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what a star-studded lineup! Uh, you know, we, we were chatting last week about about the team, and I loved watching a whole heap of your film. Who who in the team mm-hmm. is the next up and comer? Well, you've already got Sarah Tomatuki has made the New South Wales um, state of origin. She is just amazing. I mean. She's she not what she shows on New South Wales um, state of origin is what she she does even at club level at I mean work ethic at training you know always pushes through always pushing the girls I just find that you know you work hard and you get that great work ethic you you show up um, I mean she came straight from Blues camp before preseason and comes straight to training we're like girl you need to rest. You know, like just that work ethic, just this commitment. Um, she's already up there. I also um, think uh, Christian Pio, um, love of uh, um, work ethic. I mean, she's made the Prime Minister's Test matches um, as well. And I believe she fine-tunes herself and her work rate. She's they're all still very young. And that's what I encourage the young girls, you know. I said to them, you know, believe in yourself, work hard, you know, do your groundwork. You know, don't just wait till you come to training. You've got to do your extras on the side, you know, if you need to do a bit of conditioning you do a bit of wrestling or whatever to fine tune yourself you go and do that yeah and what's the what's the culture like at St Mary's oh it's a great culture with the girls um there's no issues um girls really get on well um and you find that on game days you know we would love to be there um the girls you know always have the support for each other even at trainings um um you know the total respect for each other um always there for one another it's a good culture with the girls yes and how I guess just one more final question on, sure. on sort of how your um, 
the stereotypes that you said that that you you were breaking when you captained Fiji. Yeah. How have you seen the participation grow in Fiji since then? And have you had any experiences with trying to connect a lot of that back to culture? Uh, yes, um, we've found um, a rise in the competition in Fiji. Uh, what they've done is they started to put through uh, university teams. So university games are starting to like only in a mines in a mines format because there's not many not many girls to field a team. So they started with a mines format. So they have um, a few regions would um, um, would have the the local games and the local tournaments. And I was also trying to reach out to the Australian Fiji Rugby League back in Fiji, where trying to encourage um, uh, participation at schools. I mean, that's where our you know our generation is. You know, at prime, uh, high school, um, we already got the. Australian NRL that works with Fiji NRL that they do their programs there, um, run by the Australian NRL. But with the the actual competition that's um, that's starting to just you know to take off. But with COVID, that has set it back off a bit. But yeah, even the girls here, no, knowing that there's a you know that you can be an Australian based Fijian girl, but you can still play for Fiji and. You know, you can see the few of the girls are coming through the um, Tasha Gale and also the local teams coming through. And it's so good to see that because when I started to play rugby, um, I started really late in my early 30s. There was no Fijian girls playing this, hardly. You can pick them out of a, of a team. But now there's, there's a few of them running and playing, which is great. Yeah. Uh, just quickly, talk to us a little bit about some of your career highlights. Um, my second highlight, the first highlight was playing for Fiji. Um uh, first ever test match, first ever, um, you know, rugby league team for Fiji, national team for Fiji, and to captain it was, was very humbling, was very, um, yeah, it was just such an honour, uh, although it came with it a commitment and a workload to um, be able to connect the two, you know, the overseas-based and the uh, and the Fiji-based, because the Fiji-based girls, um, they're very quiet, you know, they don't really speak much English, so I always have to be that... Um, you know, that link between the, the overseas base and the Fiji base. So training was quite difficult. They, everyone's shouting in Fiji and the girls are shouting in English. I'm just like, okay, let's just, we just set specific codes for certain runs, certain, you know. Um, but one thing I loved about it was um, at camp. We camped for five days. We only got to get to know, to know each other for five days, trained for three days, and the rest was just bonding. We would have um, morning devotions and night devotions and just the bonding. And, and out of that, what I find is you might have a great team. You might have a team that's stacked with girls and talent, but you, you know, you got to bond, you got to bond because at the end of the day, you, you got to play with, you got to play together on the field and you got to have each other's back. And that was my highlight. And with that same, with the same bunch of girls, we were also played at the Prime Minister's Test in October, in the same year, in October, uh, in Fiji. And uh, we nearly beat Australia. There was a draw, 14-all, but then they, they came through at the end. And I think they won um, 22-14 in Fiji. And you should have seen the crowd in Fiji. Um, you know, hardly anyone watches rugby league. And for the girls to play before the men's national team, uh, the Fiji Bati, um, Fiji-based um, that was just amazing, you know, to, to represent your country and being there. Um, you know, we didn't have the best, uh, we didn't have the best of accommodation and facilities and resources there, even though we're playing in Fiji. Um, but, you know, it was um, the highlight of it is just, you know, um, you'll never get that opportunity again. You never know when you will. And, and to play like that in front of your people. And it carries more just a game, 
you're carrying your culture, you're carrying your your family, your nation, and um, yeah, and it 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 cuts through deeper than just playing for a club. Josie, thank you so much for coming on board and uh, chatting with us tonight. We're so stoked to um, go more in depth with these one-on-one chats with you. But Josie's going to stick around for our next segment, uh, which is Rapid Fire. And we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Sincere apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is singing closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. Welcome back to Rapid Fire. For those of you who haven't joined us before, Rapid Fire is where we spend some short amount of time discussing quite a number of things. Um, we've got special guest here, Josie. Tonight we're talking about the New South Wales Harvey Norman's Women's Premiership and we're picking our teams and I'm super excited about this. Yeah, look, this, uh, this season coming up is going to be a big one. So let's go around the grounds and uh, let's pick our teams and discuss how they're going to end up on the ladder. I want to start with Pierre. I clearly know who you're going to go with. How did I know you were going to ask me, Stacey? So <laughs> um, there are no surprises here. Uh, North Sydney Bears is who I'm backing for next season. But I'm also really keen to see how the Central Coast Roosters go and mm. also the um, the Mountie Girls because we know after this season, their season got cut off short and they weren't able to to do the grand final. So I'd really like to see those two back up on the in the top four again. I think they're two teams to look out for in 2022. And uh, where are the Bears sitting on the ladder this year, P? Well, um, we're definitely going to be sitting in the top four. So I hope we take out the grand final, being biased again. Um, but I think after last year, there's a lot of lessons that we learned. All right. Dan, who you got? Of an affiliation for this club, uh, so uh, for me, it's going to be the South Sydney Rabbitohs are the team to keep an eye on next season. Uh, mm-hmm. A bit of a fan favourite of Katie Brown's, uh, but they have some, they have a lot of young uh, talent coming through. So mm-hmm. obviously, they're really trying to build up their their roster there. But with Akira Kelly, they're in the halves. Nakia Davis Welsh at fullback. Um, they just have a lot of talent. So definitely a team to keep an eye on. Uh, my prediction for their season next year. Yeah, I, I think we're, we're all sort of aiming for, for that top four when we support these clubs. So he's hoping the Bunnies can crack the top four and be competing in finals football. Yeah, for sure. Alex, mm. where are you sitting? Oh, I'm excited to watch all the teams play, but I think I've, I'm excited to see how the Central Coast Roosters go. So I think there'll be, there'll be a fun one to watch. And I'm going to, Josie, where, where are you sitting on, on, on all this situation? For next season, well, it's been a it's been a great season this year. Like it's, um, I think everyone's going to come hungry next year for 2022 because you know, this, the season got cut short. Um, um, you know, like the the Mounties and the the Roosters didn't make their their grand final, um, and a few other a few of us um, didn't get through to you know to play the final series. So, um, really excited to see. Uh, was it? Bit of surprise to see Hellersbeck Tigers come through. They were a new team formed this year, so they'll be exciting to see how they come through next year. And um, yeah, you've got the you know you've got the Saints and you also got um, the Bunnies. You know, I think it takes about two three years to build a team, um, a club team. So I think like what you said, then um, next year and the and you know 2023, uh, it'll be exciting years for those clubs coming through. Um, and for next year, um, it'd be excited to see. Um, I know the Mounties and the Central Coast Roosters are, you know, they're always going to be, they're always like a tough teams, but I like to see the underdogs come through. I'd like to see Bears get back up there again, especially, you know, being in the grand final last year and being out of the um, the finals this year. 
Um, we'll see how how they're going to come again, you know, fight back next year. Um, yeah, so looking out for um, those underdogs, such as the, you know, the Bunnies and the Saints and the Helensburg Tigers. Well, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit biased and I'm going to say that I'm going to keep my eye on St Mary's this year just mm-hmm. because I'm so in love with uh, Sarah Togachuki. Yeah. Like I just I watched her play at Origin and I was like, who is this girl? She's a she's amazing. So I'm like love her. Um, plus, you know, you've got girls there like Rakia Horn and Rashawn mm-hmm. Vaughan and and all those sort of stuff. But I like the like the I like the look of the Rabbitohs as well. You know, mm-hmm. they they had some solid up and comers last season. Um, you know, and and well, I've met in a couple of those girls and just the amount of effort that they've put in, it would be nice to see them come up a little bit further. And, uh, you know, 2023, they could be right up there for sure. So that's rapid fire. Um, I want to say thank you again for Josie uh, for okay. spending time with us this afternoon. Um, and we're no, Pleasure, absolute pleasure. And, and like I said, we're so stoked um, to break it down with you for our one-on-one series that Pierre is going to be uh, running for us with you. So that should be super exciting. So stay tuned and um, hopefully you can join us next time. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.